This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, now in our sixth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club every week on video and audio. I'm Richard Woodward and in the week where Luke Chambers made the top 10 list of all time ICFC appearance makers, joining me is a Blue Monday podcast all time appearance maker, David Diamond, and hoping to make it into the top six or seven maybe, um, Seb Brown, evening to Seb. That that was that was polite kind of digging there. We you, you know yeah, it's only banter. It's only banter. How are you, Seb? You are you are yeah, kind of good, thank you. You're the wrong side of the border, aren't you? We were having a bit of a chat in the I, green room beforehand. I am yeah. By about a quarter of a mile, I am a uh, subject to the the Welsh lockdown rules. So the government has said what well, I can and can't buy from Tesco's, and we have to to abide by this for the next fourteen days or so. And you can't leave the area either, can you? Or are you yeah. So I'm going to work. I can okay. go to work, but that's it. that's it. You can't leave your house. It's like April again; all the shops are closed. Yeah. And Tesco's is back to back to queuing a little bit outside and stuff. So, wow, you've got it all to come, guys. Look forward to it. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Dave, how are you? Are you um, stocking up on all kinds of nice products in Tesco that you don't need? Not, not at the moment, not yet. But I think it's it won't be far off, will it? I don't think it'd be far off, to be fair. But no, not yet. Fortunately, no. But, but, Trying to avoid Tesco's at the best of times, to be fair. <laughs> but doing but, all right so, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We got plenty. Yeah, of... I think it might be the first time I've been on with Seb. I can't remember. Yeah, being I think on it is. Yeah, sort of unique evening, and also, um, I think that appearance making is a bit of a red herring because don't forget, I did it for like three years with just me and Ben. So, you know, I think a little bit of a red herring there, but um, but but yeah, hey, you know. Well, Hold yeah. that thought, though, eh? Because we'll, uh-huh. um, we'll talk about making appearances later on and uh-huh. we, won't, we won't be making casting aspersions on either of you guys, depending on what your answer is. Um, bit of Bits and pieces of news. I, think, I mean, we've had shed loads of questions on the old um, Twitter, so um, so I think we'll um, we'll give them plenty of time um, and um, Lincoln plenty of stuff to plenty of fall out from Lincoln. Um I'll do a little bit of a plug for um, our friends in the um, academy and women's team sponsorship um, team at Port Monroe's. Um, they're doing this thing called um, Game of Two Halves, which started on Saturday, where effectively they're asking people to sign up to this challenge during October, where you can walk or run for either 45 minutes or a full 90 minutes, um, and you can you have 14 days to kind of complete um that kind of 45 or 90 minute chunk so you can do it in bits and pieces if you want to or you can do the whole thing um, and as part of that they want people to sign up to the challenge but also make a donation as part of doing that for the um, academy um, or the women's team so it's a fiver I think to do 45 minutes um, and a tenner to do 90 minutes at least so um, yeah if um, I've signed up to that I will be doing my walking um, in lieu of being able to walk to work which was um, which is my only exercise really apart from the odd, the odd golf round with Dave Diamond. Um, so, um, yeah, well, get involved I mean, in that. Hang on, that was about three months ago. That was, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. So I've, 
I've yeah, I've. So not... you're now you're now sorry to change subject slightly. You're now working from the office, are you again? No, no, no. I'm I'm still working from home. So that's why I don't I'm get to walk. Up and downstairs. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. So I used to walk to work. A good two miles to work. Pretty. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. And now okay. because I'm not in the office, I have I've lost that walk. So I'm. See where you're going. So I'm that, making right? up for it and donating to the academy at the, at the same time. So there's all kind of. Um, stuff online there's photos if you want to send those in there'll be a, a few competitions as well as a prize pack and stuff like that so um so yeah get involved um all the details i think somewhere on the website or um tweet the um itfc uh, not the i was going to say the academy twitter but there isn't one um but contact itfc to find out more um so there's a plug let's move on um news then guys um and i, I mentioned it in my intro um this has caused quite a bit of debate and and i don't know why um, so I'm going to get an opinion from both of you because um, everyone and his dog online has been given their um, their views on this one and um, you should be no different. Um, Luke Chambers, um, as of Saturday, um, clocked up 345 league appearances to put him as the bona fide top 10 appearance maker. Um, there are some obviously some big names in there, not least um, Mick Mills. Um, I'll tell you the kind of... The adjacent company that he has just above, um, but I guess my question for you, and we'll start with we'll start with Seb, um, is um, your view of this um, this milestone is is Luke Chambers a club legend? Is he a loyal servant? Um, is he fortunate? Is he an imposter? We've kind of had everything <laughs> on the spectrum there. Um, yeah. I mean, what's your what's your view, Steph? Cool. I mean, you don't play that many games by by being fortunate, do you? Let's be honest. Um, Probably I'm unfortunate a, if you're playing for Ipswich. So keep going. <laughs> I am a uh, I am a Chambers fan. I think it's a, a great accolade. Uh, I'm really pleased to see him in there. The interview he did the other day when he was saying, you know, I, I want and I need some success with Ipswich. I don't think many fans would really begrudge him that. Let's be honest. If he were to to lift the the League One trophy at the end of the season, albeit in an, in an empty Portman Road, at least it would be some sort of some sort of legacy would be left behind. Um, for, for me, I, a lot of people blame him because you know his 345 appearances have coincided with a, a steady downturn in the club. But you can't really blame him for you know the the, the issues that have gone on. He didn't he didn't recruit the the ones three two three years ago. Um, you know he didn't insist on the, the football that McCarthy played that turned the fans against him. So for me, I think it's well it's it's well deserved. Uh, I'm a Luke Chambers fan. Uh, I, obviously, I'm not seeing many of the many of that list. Dave can obviously educate us better in that aspect. But uh, well done to him. He's a great captain, uh, great presence to have around the place, and I, I think we will miss him when he's gone. Dave. Yeah, I think I'd agree with most of that. Um, I mean, I personally have perhaps written him off, um, like many. Um, and I've got to say, this season, you know, uh, filling in, a, obviously, at right back, he's been one of our best one of our best players, no doubt about that. You can't fault the guy's law. You can't fault the guy's professionalism. You know, he's 35, still doing it, still doing it, like I said, at right back. So, you know, far, which probably means he's had to be far more athletic than he ever was at centre-half. Obviously, looks after himself. Like I said, the ultimate professional cares deeply for the club I think that that comes through and I think um, obviously got the respect of all the players as captain um, yeah look I, I amongst many had, 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 had written him off but you know this season I think he's he's proved me wrong and yeah as, as Seb says it's not his fault he's made all these appearances in probably one of the most depressing eras ever for the football club but so so be it and, and it's just a mark of, again for him and his professionalism you know, and and just think of the you know the rest of the squad he's played with during that time, the injuries that's been around the squad during that time. Yes, he had a, he has had time out with injuries, but obviously he comes back, he comes back well. He obviously looks after himself, he prepares well, and off he goes again with another run of you know, incredible run of games. So, I'd be interested to know who he's knocked off the off tenth. Do you know that? Who's um Jimmy Ledbetter? Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> title winner. Okay, so, so so yeah, I mean a pro. Yeah, a, a proper legend. I mean, does this mean, you know, now he's top 10, is, is this, or is he in already? I, I, I guess he's not. Does this mean automatic inclusion into the, dare I say it, people out there are going to shout me down, Hall of Fame? I, 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 don't know. I don't know how the rules work. I mean, the, the thing that I, so I, as always with me, I can't, I'm I'm getting better at, at it over time. I can't help get involved in a few Twitter spats on Friday about it because yeah. I think people misunderstood what, what this milestone represents this is, does not represent that Luke Chambers is the top 10 gifted footballer to play for Ipswich this is the top 10 people who have played the most games been the most loyal provided the most loyal service and professionalism as you guys have said 
to well, the what club. Is interest, what, what is probably interesting, in the, we'd, we'd certainly led better, you referred to, in the rest of that top ten, I bet they're in, I assume, just trying to think who will be in that list, the rest of the top ten at some point have played for Ipswich in the Premier, in the Premier League or Division One. Yeah. And, I assume. And, yeah. And I guess it's not Chambo's fault. And, you know, he How said is- that in his quotes I've got some quotes here um, for me personally it's huge to be up there with some big hitters in the history of the club albeit not in the same illustrious circumstances um, it's still something they can't take away from me even though Twitter will try um, I feel I've been I've given um, really good service to the club and it wasn't something I ever envisaged when I signed um, I'm never going to be at the level of some of the lads at the top but that's just the way football is these days the history of the club is fantastic and to be involved in that is a great feeling um yeah so i i'm i'm similar sentiments to both of you guys i think i think chamber gets a, a bad rap for some reason as well I, I i think possibly as seb has alluded to maybe there's some hangover from the mick era I think and so. people point to the yeah. finger of blame at him and even when the hearst uh, era was kind of going down the toilet i think people wanted to point the finger finger of blame at the more experienced players at the club then as well go on seb and to be fair, he always sticks his head, doesn't he, above the above the parapet. Whenever we have a bad defeat or a manager goes, it's always him or Scoose that are wheeled out to do press and do interviews and stuff. So he does kind of stick his stick his head out about to be to be shot at every now and again as well, which isn't necessarily his fault. It's just the fact he's the he's the captain and he has to do it. Yeah, he's putting up youth players in his house and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, I say I salute you, Luke Chambers. Um, and here are the people that you need to beat to get further up the list. Here we go. Tell here us all go. about these guys. I, I think we know so one, of, how, one of how, these. How many appearances will take him up to um, up to ninth then? So, who's next? So according to our good friend, the Renegade Statman, who's, whose stat. stats these are, um, 356 is his next milestone. Um, and that was one Doug Reese. Um, okay, he played yeah. 356 games and scored one goal, and I think he might have been a forward. I think I might have read that. So, you know, what? different different things, different things for different needs. Maybe I got that one the, wrong. Um, Maybe he I wasn't. Don't think, I'm sure he didn't play in the top division. I don't think he ever played in the top division. He's 48 to 59 that he played. No, I need so to I, I need to he look did. him up as we go because I might have no, got him. I might have slandered him there. <laughs> I think, and also I think Diaries. I think he might have been Ipswich's first ever full international player. He's a, he's Welsh. The, yeah, um, let me. I think I've, he was. I've got his wiki up here. Here we go. Um, doesn't say what position he was, and he he's well. He was an inside forward. There you go. I don't know what that wow. means. Head of his time. Uh, left midfield, left or right midfield. There you go. So he's more of a creator than a scorer. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we all bring different things to the party, Doug. That's fine. Um, number eight, three hundred ninety-four games. Um, one George Burley. Um, he there's a right back for you, eh? Hey? Yeah. Um, number yeah. seven um, has 396. I mean, tell me when you think Chambers might kind of max out here. I've only Go got on. a couple more. Chambers is where now? He's 300. on three, four, five. Okay. So let's say he plays the rest yeah. of the season without without serious yeah, yeah. injuries. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. getting up to. Um, he's certainly five. getting to number nine, isn't he? Three nine yeah. four for Burley. Yeah. It's been maybe a bit of a stretch. We're into next season, I think. Yeah, um, almost certainly. And then, but then seventh is only two two games. You're not factoring in our run to the FA Cup quarter final, right? I think these are league. Oh, oh, sorry. I think okay. these might be league. Start oh, okay. will correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he if he's listening, I start. Um, but yeah, only two two appearances different to seventh, and that's John Ellsworthy, um, right, another yeah. one from the four, uh, late forties through to the forty nine to sixty five, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And number six. So this is this is possibly the stretch. Four hundred and nine games for Ooh. Billy Baxter. There's right, a name for much, you. Surely, isn't it? He won't. He'll struggle to get to there. But. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. He'll struggle to get to four hundred. Yeah. So, so he's um, got to do about another fifty to to get to Burley. Is he roughly roughly fifty odd? Yeah. It's yeah. doable, isn't it? I mean, we've got. Yeah, yeah that's that's definitely doable. Yeah, you got. Well, how many games he played? Eight. So. Yeah, so we've got another 38 this year, 36 this year, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck to you, Chamber. I think that's the team, at least this part of the Blue Monday team, salute you and um, wish you all the best in um, in the next League appearances, Mills is how many? So, Mick Mills, 591 games in the league, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. 22 goals, decent. Um, Walkie, 539, not too far away. Um, And then Nicky Stockwell makes up the top three, 506. 
Wow. Good old Mickey Stockwell. It's the, um, on this day as well, uh, when we record this, which is the Sunday before the pod goes out on the Monday, the anniversary of his mazy run goal against Wimbledon in the Premier League. Wow, yeah, yeah. Remember that. Um, nice one. Yeah, well, there you go. I'll leave you thinking about Mick Stockwell going kind of all George Weyer against, AS, against um, Wimbledon, the old, the old crazy gang. Um, as I bring you right up to date for Ipswich Town versus Lincoln City in the third <laughs> division. Um, bit of context going into this one, guys. Um, Lincoln, same record, actually, as, as, as Ipswich going into the match. Five wins, um, one draw, one league defeat, um, and therefore only one league position different, um, and that's because of one less goal different. Goal difference? One less goal in the goal difference. Um, Michael Appleton in charge, appointed last September, 42 games. Um, under his tenure, 42.9% win ratio, guys. That's impressive. Um, I've always quite liked Michael Appleton. I thought I was he was one of the people that I wanted us to go for when we went for Lambert. But um, yeah. no such luck. Um, and Lambert's win ratio, by the way, in his Ipswich tenure so far, I think is about 31%, just so you're aware, um, just for context. But a smaller sample for Appleton. Um, last league visit. Seb, do you remember all about this? <laughs> the visit to I Se- do. The L, we are improving, yeah. yeah. It was a 5-3, wasn't it? And the highlight was that new road layout at Cambridge. That was the highlight of our day. Oh, we skipped. We saved 15 minutes on our journey, Dave, by doing the new bit of the A14. That was the highlight. Oh, you were both, because that was over Christmas, you were both back back yeah, here, I suppose, were Yeah, those, yeah. Are, those uh, are the days yeah, they yeah. said, leaving the county. Yeah. Um, leaving the house, yeah. <laughs> but actually, um, yeah, we, we did beat them in the, in the FA Cup in the November just before that. But um, yeah. the, the game that everyone remembers, guys, the 17th of January 2017, 1-0, FA Cup defeat on the telly. I mean, there is still a stink around the club of, of since that moment. As you know, that have we have we really got? Is that I kind of feel there's a Lincoln hoodoo which stretches back to that. Am I am I reading too much into it? Maybe I don't know. Oh, do you know what I always thought? I know you've done this, Rich. I always thought that was perhaps Mick McCarthy's sliding doors moment. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. He should have gone after that. Anyway, um, yeah. Lincoln, um, unlike us, <laughs> didn't get beat for one in the week. They beat Plymouth two 0 um, and going into this match, um, four changes by Lambert and two changes by Appleton. Um, let me just take you quickly through the Lincoln team and now I'll get your thoughts on Ipswich. Um, I, I, it's a 4-3-3. Um, and I just wanted to mention a couple of bits and pieces of ex-ITFC news. Teo Aiden lines up at left back. He was a January transfer window signing for them earlier in the year. Um, he's in there. Um, they've got TJ uh, Yoma, who's online from Spurs. They've got Liam Bridcut. Um, a name familiar to wow. some of you guys, presumably ex Brighton, Sunderland, <clears throat> Leeds, Forest. Um, he's the captain for them in the middle of their midfield. Uh, George Grant, we know all about him. But lining up front, Seb Brown is one Brennan Johnson. Talk Way to, to make you feel old, eh? The son of your favourite ever Ipswich player, is it? Indeed, yeah, my favourite ever Ipswich player, yeah. Sure. And he was a handful, wasn't he? He was good, to be fair. He was quick. He was good. Um, and um, on the bench, nothing exciting. Um, so moving on to Ipswich, guys. Um, there are four changes, as I've mentioned. Um, were either of you, Dave, were you expecting those to be in goal and at centre-back? Because that's not where they were. Um, no, I thought he would stick. I mean, he said pretty much straight after the game and right through the rest of the week that he was going to really stick by Holy and Nciala. And I, yeah, fine. I, I didn't really have a didn't really have a, main, a major problem with that. Um, if it's the same this coming Tuesday evening, I might have a problem with that. But um, no, I didn't have a problem with that. And looking at looking at the rest of the changes, great to see Lancaster come back in and get a start, albeit. At the um, at the expense of Judge, who let's face it wasn't that effective at Doncaster, but I think he's got some sort of calf or some sort of minor minor niggle that didn't risk him yesterday. Um, and obviously, you know, Ward back for Kenlock speaks for itself. You know, I think we have you know we have missed him. Um, good to see him back. Um, who else was there? Bishop oh, Hawkins is back in for Sears and and Bishop in for Bishop Bishop in for Hughes. Um, oh, personally, well. As a, okay, as a game play, as a game plays out, I'd have liked to have seen Hughes in there, but perhaps for somebody else. But look, that's yeah, hindsight, wonderful yep. thing. Um, Seb, happy with that team as well. Yeah, it looked quite nice and balanced, didn't it? You know, Ward coming back in obviously gives a bit of uh, a bit of experience back to the back line. Uh, Kenlock did reasonably okay, but I don't think anyone would say he's at the same level as Ward. And I liked Lancaster and Edwards on the on the opposite wings. They were sort of both playing as inverted wingers, so it looked nice and balanced. And I I, I did like the, the look of the lineup. Yeah, I was very happy to see um, Jack Lancaster come back in. Yeah, um, we'll go through. I, I just want to talk. Of, we'll talk of some of the specific moments in this match, but 
clearly the, the kind of last 20 minutes is when everything kind of kicks off literally <laughs> so we'll, 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 I'll get your thoughts on that I thought Lincoln uh, no surprises better team um, probably in the first half it's Grant's got two chances before 10 minutes to make it 2-0 really isn't he sure. um, just wide at the far post um, and then the volley that kind of deflects off NCR and loops onto the kind of cross slash bar um, what is Dezel playing out there by the way guys I mean, uh, well, I assume he's, he's, trying, he's trying to find Chambers, isn't he? He's trying to hook it with his left foot over the guy to find Chambers in space on the uh, in the right back position, but he gets nowhere near enough power or height on it. It's a, it was a bit of a crazy attempt, wasn't it? But he was doing yeah, in in that, fourth goal, in that, or was it fourth goal against position. Donny? He's 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 mucking around with possession in his own boxes of, of all the players yeah. that need a bit of a. Clip to be fair to that. him, he gets a call from Chambers, but yeah, it just doesn't. You know, he gets it all gets it all wrong, and and I've got to say, a really good block by Inciala actually just to get something yeah. on that because yep. that was going in, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think we said I thought that Johnson was really was quite lively first half. He he slipped Inciala, didn't he, and just drag one past. Yeah. I was listening to I think until you put me right, Rich. I was listening to the well, no, so I'm watching it with the um. I was calling it the way commentary, the home commentary, which is BBC Radio Lincolnshire. Christ knows who these people were. I don't know. <laughs> the summarise was someone called Tomor. All right, Tomor. Tomor. Sort of like that. Bloody Ipswich. It's all predictable. And they were, getting, they were just laughing at us. Absolutely laughing at us. It was almost embarrassing. They're saying, oh, you know, they're just passing for the sake of passing. And every time we'd have a 20-pass move with a ball not really touching any of our front players and then ending up passing back to our NCR and Holy for a big launch. They were just taking the piss. They were just laughing at us, honestly. Saying, Did you hear the, um, the the famous quote that I think is going around? Ipswich attack like an asthmatic snail. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, they were saying, they were saying, you know, they were saying similar. And to be fair, you know, you're looking at it, right? Really, it was almost passing for for passing for passing sake at some, uh, you know, at some points. And and they were lively first half. I mean, they played some good stuff. They had some good athletic players. Really, some good stuff. Some quick. I like to look at that Anderson. Played mm. wide right. He looked really good. And um, oh, Bridcut's always a class act in midfield. I always like Bridcut. Just neat and tied in it, and really ran the midfield. I thought, you know, really makes them tick, doesn't he? I yeah. thought they were pretty decent side first half. Yeah, well, you, and you mentioned Johnson's chance here. I mean, that's the kind of pace that we expect from his dad, Seven, isn't it? You know, sure. really unlucky that I think did Holy get a boot on that? He not... gets a foot. Yeah, Holy gets a foot to it because it was a, it was a given for a corner, so it was quite a decent save. He just he just yeah. dropped the shoulder, didn't he? And Enciala couldn't couldn't All get did. anywhere near him. Um, obviously. <laughs> Does it later on in the game, but yeah, he just burst past him with the old afterburners on, and, uh, yeah. and thankfully, Holy got a foot to that one. The Lincoln commentary loved that one; absolutely yeah. loved it. That was yeah. a good chance that one. I mean, for yeah. Ipswich, there's a shot for Edwards. There's, I mean, this is a good routine here, which we tried a couple of times. Um, I'm surprised we tried it again. Um, but deep corner by Dizel to Hawkins. Great, great corner, great what a header! What a great header, looping yeah. it back across to far. And post really unusual. Um, to be fair, Link, to be fair, if you shut your eyes, the Lincoln commentary, typical home commentary, unlike. Brenna Woolley run it for us. If you close your eyes, you thought we were playing Barcelona, seriously. But um, they said it's very unusual that Lincoln keep anyone on the line. So, I mean, you know, typical. Um, that, yeah, it happened to be then, you know. But, yeah, great great routine there. Um, into the second half, and I thought I thought Town started it much the better, actually. Similar to kind of the first 20 minutes against Doncaster. You know, you talked about the possession, Dave, but um, there's, a, there's a little bit more intent to it. And um, yeah. 55, this is... This is um, this is the moment, isn't it? The kind of the sliding doors moment to keep using that. Um, Fifty-five waters is bundled over right on the edge of the penalty area, isn't it? So it's not too far away from being a penalty shout. Um, and Lancaster is taking this free kick, Dave, and Edwards is the man who's. Does it hit him? Yeah, Does he head well, it? Well, or... I don't know. You probably wanted that well, that to be Hawkins, didn't you? But what a great delivery! Absolutely yeah. brilliant delivery. Lots of and, pace you know, a lot. Oh, that and uh, that and Dazelle's you know, corner for Hawkins that we just described. I thought, again, our deliveries are a bit kind of airy-fairy a bit, you know, yesterday. But that was a great delivery. Almost too good. It just came, whether he expected it, reacted to it. Oh, I've seen Edwards. It's great what he said. I've seen him score-headed goals before. But, yeah, he just sort of got it all wrong from literally, what, two or three yards out, wasn't he? Mm. It's, it's one Shame. of those. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the ball's coming at him so quick that he just can't oh, adjust, can he? But... Because yeah, I was screaming out when he took the kick. He thought, oh, this is a right-footed kick. You know, put it right in there. But brilliant delivery. And, um, yeah, just one of those unfortunate, really. Yeah. And, and I don't think we could dig him out for that because no. he's, uh, you know, he's, he's finishing so far this season. It's been brilliant, hasn't it? Uh, you don't you don't pick Edwards for his aerial ability either, do you? <laughs> no. Um, but then but this is when it all kind of goes wrong, guys. And, and I, th- I think it's an Ipswich counter-attack that, that is the kind of starting point to this. There's certainly a chance for Edwards, I think, just a minute before... 
And then this is a, a counter-attack down our right-hand side between Chambers and Bishop. And Well, I'll tell you what Lambert thinks about this in a bit. That Bishop is knocked over twice, isn't he? Lincoln win the ball back. And it's a rapid break, isn't it, guys? It's Aiden and Johnson combining. And it's a lovely move, so, isn't it? It's a flick around the corner. Yeah, right, well, well worked move, wasn't it? And once once Johnson got a goal side of NCR, we all sort of got a little worried. You could see what was going to happen. He he tries to stay strong. You know, he gets into the box. He's leaning into him a couple of times. And then, stupidly, the, the angle is narrowing so much. Johnson hasn't got that much to do. Um, but NCR gives him that one last shove. And it's, it's it's that action that obviously causes the referee to uh, uh, to give the penalty. Was it a soft penalty? Yes, um, but for me, it was a foul, and it, it, it was a penalty. Uh, he's arguing with the referee, but it's that he, he goes at him twice, Neil leans into him, uh, Johnson stays on his feet. It's the third one. It's much more obvious the way he's doing it, and uh, it's a silly, silly boy. Is it? Is it soft? I, 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 I'm pretty adamant it's a penalty. I don't. I... It's a penalty, but I think it's a soft one. They, they I... used to have their, uh, you know, their, their gradings of penalties. Um, I, I, for me, it's not a. It's not a stone waller. I think it's a relatively soft one, but it's a, it's a definite foul. I think there's a... You mentioned this kind of shove. I, th- I think Enciada just gets a little shove in there to me, but Dave, are you, um, you going to oh, dig out Enciada? He, he doesn't need to make the challenge. Yeah. Seb's right, you know, but the time where the ball is, he doesn't need to make that challenge, you know? This is the thing. All right, he's, he's you know, yeah, um, Johnson's close to the byline and he's trying to, you know, not let him, you know, cut the ball back, but really, does he have to make that challenge there, you know? Um, and yeah, I... Yeah, you, you sort of see him stay, it's not a stone wall, but yeah, there's there's contact there, and he's leaning on him, and he he, he goes down, doesn't he? You know, um, he's almost done the hard work, hasn't he, by forcing him to the byline and sort of being strong in the first place. It's just that last that last second of a, a really. Do you know, do you know what? And, and do, you know, do you know what just stuck it for me last night? I watched the EFL and I watched it all, and I watched the Norwich game, and I know they're in a different league, and it shouldn't moan, it shouldn't compare, but I think. This is just not typical of the two clubs. Did you see the Wickham penalty that wasn't given? And did you see Ranch's free kick? I saw the free kick. The, the foul on, for God's sake, yeah. you know. But anyway, um, yeah, look, and it, and it sums up sums up Enciala, really, you know. If it was going to happen to anyone, you knew. And Seb's right. As soon as as soon as soon Johnson sets off and Enciala's in pursuit and he reaches into our box, you think, yeah, this is, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And, 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 and really, when you think about it, Okay, other than Johnson turning him in the first half, did they really get round us that much? Probably not, actually. But no. no. Well, the um, other thing, yeah, the other one, which would have really been the one, was before then when um, Holy kicks it clear, <laughs> and then then makes a hell of a save. Really redeems him. Oh, like that fr- would have yeah. top out. If that goes in, I think my God, but he does redeem himself. He does. Um, Grant dispatched the penalty with quite a lot of confidence, low and in, into the corner. Um, and we've kind of seen this before, guys. Um, this, we kind of concede the goal and a bit of huffing and puffing, but at that point, we haven't got enough about us to really get back into it. Bennett's comes on. Um, but that's... There's, there's, there's it, was, nothing... it was a very late change, wasn't it? Was it 80 minutes, 81 yeah. minutes? Very, yeah. very late change. Well, we've got questions on that, so don't hold that thought, Sam. Okay. Um, I, and I just want to finish with this sending off for Nolan, which to me is just bloody stupid, isn't it? I mean, this is just... This is um, yep. the red mist has descended, and and what's worse is it's it's dangerous as well. I just there's no defending well, it for me. So to see Lambert come out afterwards, and I'll give you his quotes in a sec. It. But are we are we united that this is this is a absolute sense red card? There's no debate yeah, about yeah. it. He's Refer- lost it. He's lost it. Red mist. He's lost it. He was he, he had a poor game. No, Nolan regressed to the. Last season, Nolan didn't he? Totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Yesterday, so frustrating, so yeah. frustrating. Um, and yeah, you know, to see, you know, to hear, you know, the manager can. Well, you know, the manager didn't cover himself in. Well, carry on, go on. You're no, well, you know, Lambert him. sent off at full time as well for his um, <laughs> his post mortem with the referee. Um, I can give you some. I think to be fair, Lambert is is less defending the um, the red card though. He has said. I won't be taking any dis- disciplinary action with him because the, the occasion and the frustration board over. And there's only one person that caused that, and that is the referee. Um, and this is what Lambert said about the referee. I've never seen anything like that in a game of football in all my time. I think whoever is head of referees, he, he knows who the head of referees is, by the way, um, should look at that. But they walk away, no issues. There were two clear fouls on Teddy Bishop. Didn't he say... Didn't he say something about there was a funny comment on the forum where he said um, 
he gets in his car and walks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes someone posted Fred Flintstone. Did you see that? <laughs> he gets in his nice car and he drives away. Yeah. I mean, so Lambert's... And he walks away. Oh, that's brilliant. Lambert's a bit annoyed about the fouls on Teddy Bishop. Do we... I mean, has he got a point? You know, there was a couple of bites of Bishop, wasn't there? <sighs> do, you, do you know what? Let's tell you what the foul should have been. Dezel should have taken out Eden on the halfway Ooh. line. He should have gone right through him. That was it. Took one for the team, but he yeah. didn't. He got out-muscled, which someone actually touched upon yesterday there was a couple of times where um there were certain challenges in midfield where Dizel actually was strong and actually came away with a ball a couple of times one of us touched on that but the one occasion where perhaps he should have okay there was no real it wasn't near the edge of our box but in hindsight where he could have gone through the man and basically stopped that move dead unfortunately unfortunately didn't and they were brilliant at that they were brilliant at stopping that you know when we did when we did break the lines and that they were very very cute and that's what I think that's what I think frustrated the manager more than anything and also not not knowing the um, the drop ball rule that was a bit odd wasn't (laughs) it my god the hell was that about Uh, I think didn't Craig born out of frustration Craig corrected us on that one I can't remember what he said though didn't the ball bounce or something and it's not allowed to I can't remember well the Um, ball didn't bounce I can't remember I can't even remember um Asked if he regretted the words which earned him a late red card. The Blues boss said no, because what I said was true. We get criticised for a lot of things, so sh- so should they. I'll be phoning Mike Jones. You see, he does know who the head of the referees is, because that was unacceptable. It was the usual from them at the end. An absolute sign of arrogance. So Nolan out for three games, might be more. Um, and Lambert, I don't know what the deal is with Lambert. Um, but not a great end to not a great afternoon. And I guess before we get on to the questions, guys, the guys, the question I have for you is, were we unlucky? Were we naive? Um, or were we just not good enough? And, and are we? does it feel like we're kind of back to where we were this time last year with two defeats on the bounce, just as context? 20th of October to Accrington, 23rd to Rotherham, two defeats in a row. We did go on to beat Southend and Rochdale in our next matches. But yesterday or Saturday did feel like... Yeah, for me, season. this could have been last year all, all over again, you know, pedestrian in midfields, playing it safe, backwards and sideways. And just apart from the set pieces, we created virtually nothing from open play. There was, there was one ball through, wasn't there, from Lancaster through yeah, to Edwards. Ball. He couldn't great get his shot off. Lovely yeah. ball through, um, but he couldn't yeah. get his shot off. But apart from that, we, we just didn't threaten, did we? Let's be honest, it was it was last year all over again. Shots on target, two for us, four for them. Big chances, four for them, one for us. Shots inside the box, seven for them, two for us. Um, Dave, was it a four-five-one yesterday rather than a four-three-three? Three? It looked it, didn't it? We were just so predictable, and you could predict it again. It is, it is all so predictable. You know, you you could predict almost the result. And you know, second half, you know, this is quite a tight game. You know, the last two seasons, even seasons before that, you know, when are we winning? The, we never win these tight games. Never really get anything out of these tight games. You know, on the back of the four-one defeat during the week, you know, nil-nil draw, going away to Lincoln. Yeah, good. Let's okay, clean sheet. Let's move on. But you know, you know, at some point, <laughs> and whether it is NCR or not, you, you just know something's going to give, and it always seems to. I, I don't know. It always seems. And from for all you said, were we unlucky? Not really, because we didn't create anything. Mm. We didn't create anything. Yeah, they should have been two up at half time, maybe three. Yep. Yep. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. 
NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, um, so we're not buying into Lambert's that we were playing incredible stuff. Uh, oh, God, you know, well, yeah, all very pretty. As a, as, a com- as a link, you know, Radio Link's commentary says, all very pretty and lovely, lovely in our own half, and they're happy to let us play that. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, but... Um... I'm not buying it, mate. I don't buy that at all. 63 no. possession. That 63% possession. That's the only well, stat that yeah. Lambert cares about. The, stat, the stats do lie, don't they? <laughs> Let's, um, <laughs> let, let me do some questions. I mean, we need to start with this. This is the most pertinent one. And, um, Craig and I dealt with it to an extent on Tuesday when we lost to Doncaster. But a lot of people are kind of asking this. Um, Jamie Trott, um, I'll kind of com- try and combine two questions if I can. Um, I'll start with this first half of it um out of the current top six i can tell you who they are who will be the first team we beat um and can we get promoted if we don't beat a team a top six team all season the answer's got to be no, no isn't no. it oh yeah um, we we've got a sunderland in a few weeks i think that's our next one the top six at the moment is lincoln no next uh, then peterborough hull um pompey sunderland and then and let's say doncaster because if you take us out um, Charter in there was, as well, you know. I was thinking about this. <clears throat> I was thinking about this and sort of thinking back twenty years to our last, prom- you know, to our last promotion. And you think, where do we go on against the teams around us that year? Well, bloody hell, Charlton we beat twice. Barnsley, well, Charlton we beat twice. Barnsley we beat three times. Going to the playoffs. Bolton we certainly might have lost away, but certainly won at home. home. We yeah. were beating all those yeah. teams. We must have been terrible against teams outside of the top six, for Christ's sake. But. um you need to because you, you need to take points off these teams. Yep. You really do. And mate, I can't. Well, I mean, Nick, who's, who's, gonna, who's coming up next uh, out of that? Sunderland away in about what three three games time? Can't see. And it. we got Hull as well, haven't we? Got Hull in end of November as well. Yeah, so we've got yeah. two chances, but I, I, can't I can't see I it. Can't, can't see it at all. Seb, uh, Craig asked, Craig um, of, of of the Blue, Blue Monday podcast, last season's inability to beat the better teams in the league is happening again, albeit the sample size, again, is quite small. Um, he asks, is, is it a mental block? Do we now go into these matches already doubting our chances of winning them? I, mean, we're good. I don't think we're good enough. Yeah, I it's a mental block. I don't think we're good enough. Yeah, exactly the same. You know, I mean, against the against the lower league ones, you've oh, got no bullying. running the show and stuff. But against the against the bigger boys, the bit of now, somebody like a, a Glenn Whelan in midfield or a, a Bridge yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. We just we, yeah. we we we're not good enough. Needed some more physicality. I mean, I'm not just saying this because of what happened to Nola in hindsight. I thought we needed a bit more physicality in there yesterday, and I'd like to have seen Hughes in there. All right, Hughes hasn't exactly been pulling up trees this season, but just for his sheer physicality, I'd like to have seen him in there yesterday. Yeah, we've we got... lightweight, didn't we? Overrun yeah, too many yeah. times. Right. The trouble is, we've, oh, we've got experience, but it's in it's in fullback, isn't it? It's the fullback position. Yeah, was, yeah. We, we need yeah. the. We I remember the relegations. You know, the post relegation pods, Dave. We we talked about we need more physical presence. Certainly up front, but we needed a, a hard bastard, didn't we, in the middle of midfield? Well, you need a brick. You need a brick cut. What, yeah. what yeah. player would be for us? What player would be for us? You know, and and you know, Skews. You know, Skews has been look again. I've been critical as him, but it's been a great player for us. A bit like Chambers, a great servant. You got to say his time with us is now probably you know operate what well, he's got go through. Uh, he, well, the operation hasn't he? He's probably. You'd think finished with us. You'd, you'd, you'd almost finish your hope because if, if if he's our only hope to come back in midfield, then we really will be struggling. No disrespect to him, but um, yeah, we we lack that just bit of nails and that little bit of physicality and presence, like a bridge cut. You're quite right, or a wheel and something that we really miss that. Um, Someone streetwise, that's what we mean. Well, yeah, yeah, streetwise, so... exactly. That's a good word, actually. Andrew yeah. here um, at Run Fatboy Run um, today proved how much we are missing downs. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, absolutely. There you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Would, would, would he that have made a difference? Drive, 
Yeah, yeah that bike, that drive, that physicality. Yeah, you know, yeah. he gets stuck in. He doesn't. He doesn't let opposition players bully him. No. He uh, he made the world of difference yesterday. Yeah, he would have done. Um, Andrew also asks about the lack of, well, alludes to it. Um, l- let me read his tweet out. Um, did like Lancaster and Edwards on the wings. Um, like, could we see Alan Judge in the middle or Mike, more likely Hughes now we've got a Nolan-shaped hole there for three matches? I, I think Hughes, Hughes has to come in for me just for his, like Dave said, his physicality, um, a bit of experience. For, for yeah. me, Judge does tend to go wandering a little a little bit. I know he'd have two players alongside him in the in the centre of the park, but I would be worried if he suddenly went for a wander against somebody like a, like a Sunderland with a bit of experience and we could be carved open quite easily. So for me, it'd be Hughes coming in, a uh, bit of physicality, bit of presence, um, and uh, that's, that's what I'd do. Could you, put, yeah. could you put Ward there, guys? Could probably, you, probably, possibly. Yeah, probably I mean, yeah. he's he's clearly a class above, isn't he? But given his influence, and Kenlock hasn't been terrible. Damn, with fame, praise. Uh, no, he <laughs> no, he has. He's, he hasn't. Kenlock, yeah. Kenlock's just. Oh, I think Kenlock is just an easy target, really, just yeah. because of his style. You know, he's running gate, whatever they call it. Do you know what I mean? I think he is, but <laughs> he hasn't been. He hasn't been horrific. Has he? Hasn't been too bad. No, I'm just thinking that. It's like the kind of Callum Connolly situation where he's such a good player that you can play him anywhere. And having Ward in the middle of the park, you know, communication. Would he have, the, le- would he have the legs, but wouldn't necessarily yeah. have the legs if he's got the know how? Then, then he just sits. Yeah, if he just sits, yeah, almost yeah. like a, a, thinking back to sort of what thinking back 2004, Kevin Horlock or something like that. Exactly the same, probably. It won't happen. I remember though. in the um, do you remember the Arsenal first leg at home, we played Mark Kennedy as sort of the deeper of the yeah. of the midfield yeah. options, and he he was absolutely superb. So yeah, I think if just, players are at that certain level yeah. for a certain amount of time, they could probably tap pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. bring back Colin Ely. Um, Benjamin Area, do you believe that Paul Lambert has a plan B? Um, should we go on a bad spell of form? I hate to be the pessimist. Um, don't worry, Benjamin. There's plenty of. Um, these kind of sentiments on the Twitter. Uh, I could see a similar season to last year. Is is there a plan B, guys? Because he's been so adamant about establishing the four three three and the pattern of play. Um, he, can he? Does he need to move away from that? And can he? It's a tricky one. Concept. I mean, concept. Um, well, look, uh, both of you are struggling with that one. Yeah, I mean, I am a bit. I mean, because it's been such a sort of radical depart, you know, departure. A- apart from like, remember, remember his sort of um, you know, the game at Re- the game at Reading and stuff, where we, where we suddenly had these split, you know, these split fullbacks and stuff. So I think um, it's going to it'll be a big departure if he suddenly ditches that now. That's obviously his mantra. And look, for, for me, he's got the if if as perhaps we think there may well be changes for Tuesday in the centre of defence and he's going to bring in probably Wolfenden who can you know who can play that who can play like that and we might you know, might, we, we might look much more comfortable playing yeah. you know playing that way the system um, isn't the issue is it really no, no I, I don't think it is I don't think it's the personnel at the moment and as you quite rightly said Seb you know Downs is Downs is I think a bit of a key miss at the moment certainly yesterday and also, I guess we've got to, to be fair to Lambert. You know, he is missing Norwood, Jackson, Dryden, and he's yeah. missing potential game changes. I guess there, there might be an argument for somebody like a Dobra to uh, to come off the yeah. bench and provide provide a spark if needed. I think we had did we have three defenders on the bench yesterday? We had McGuinness, Wolfenden, and and Kenlock. So I, I didn't really understand that one. There are there are things going against him with the, the lack of strikers, but um, maybe just somebody like a you know a, a, a Dobra for the last like, twenty minutes, somebody to to run I'd at like people that. when they're tired and you know play with no fear and like we saw in the uh, in the EFL Cup and the EFL Trophy can produce a moment of magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see him in the squad. I must admit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's deal with this. We need to deal with this. Um, Tony Staunton asks, how many penalties do you think Toto will give away by the end of the season? My estimate is about eight. Um, and Ginger Eagle oh. 73, I think we'll all agree Wolfie has to come in for Toto now, but what about Holy? I was um, going to say, he might not, you know, if Wolfen then does come in for Toto, he might not get many more chances. To I was going to say, he, might, he yeah. might, not, <laughs> might not concede any more penalties. Um, no. what, yeah, your thought, um, let me just, uh, any other questions we've got here? Um, yeah, your thoughts on Holy as well, though, because uh, NCR surely has run out of chances now, has he? Yeah, for me, Enciala, Wolfenden has to come in for, for Enciala. And I yeah. guess for Enciala, potentially now he's probably our fifth-choice centre-back because I guess maybe McGuinness might slightly move ahead of him in the queue. Um, for, for me, for Holy, he's just not comfortable with the ball at his feet, is he? He, he can't do this 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 short-release kind of game that Lambert's asking him to do. And he does have the old the old, the old rick in him. I've, I've not seen much of Cornell at all, apart from the, the Spurs preseason friendly. But by all accounts, he is he is better with the ball at his feet. 
Um, so perhaps it is time Suits to that. time to make a change. Suits that does it? Just doesn't. It... He doesn't punch his weight. He doesn't, you know, does he? I mean, he's, you know, he's so tall. That's why, again, the, the, the Lincoln um, Radio Links commentators were saying that first half. They said, for a guy who's like six foot seven, six foot eight, he said, he doesn't come for crosses. He no already does. He, no. just, he does no command at all. None at all. So, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he'll stick with him for now. But, um, yeah, it would have been interesting if that one had gone in that I said, the one where he kicks out and they, and um, I think it was Anderson and he slid. In the end, he redeems himself well. I think if that had gone in, that might have been the final uh, the final nail for him. But I think that was, he'll stick with him. But, yeah, I'd, I'd have said Wolfenden in for Wolfenden in for, um, for, for Enciala on Tuesday. Um, MG Knotts Blue um, tweets, Michael, um, Toto's a great bloke, but just has too many errors in him all if he has to come back in now. So frustrating. Um, but he says, ponderous and completely ineffectual going forwards. Nolan back to playing like a slow crab. And the most <laughs> desire he showed was the pathetic sending off. Um, Dave, you and I have, have both been fairly united in our view that there's a player in Nolan. Oh, yeah, there but is. It's, he just doesn't show it enough, does he? And he was slowing us down yesterday wasn't he incredibly frustrating incredibly frustrating you know he's got he'll have the ball in quite a good position he just doesn't for me he just doesn't quite move it quick enough and he'll take that touch and it all looks lovely and he'll drop his shoulder but he's dropping his shoulder for for no not for no reason but but in in no no areas where he's really hurting the opposition you know um anyone can drop their shoulder and look quite and lay off a five yard ten yard ball with like 10 yards of space for goodness sake he's he's extremely frustrating and I think there is a player there and there's a goal in him we've seen that already this season but again yesterday I, I didn't see that I must admit I was out I didn't watch the Doncaster game but yesterday he was nah he just wasn't at it at all was he not at all um, and just no. to supplement this as well Peter Gerling here um, what happened to our midfield three so good early in the season yet totally ineffective uh, in the two games this week better opposition Predictable tactics. Yeah. And more now. Spare opposition. More now. Yeah. yeah. A bit lightweight. Um, overrun. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So we're saying that, so that's a factor, is it? Yeah. And may, maybe tiring a bit as well. You know, Dizel's not played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Bishop's not played a lot of football. Oh, no, right. had that bad injury end of last season. So yeah. perhaps that comes into it as well. Yeah, well, Peter Dizel's said... Dizel's played, played every minute. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dizel and Bish were, str- were strangely anonymous and Nolan played for... Um, Played one twos with total game, um, yeah. I think yeah, something yeah, in there. Isn't it? Um, let me here we go. Um, Dave Gortz, Paul Warner, Rotherham said it last season. You can't mount a promotion challenge if you lose two matches in a row. Momentum has now ground to a halt. Make or break. Eight days coming up for us now. I feel. Am I too early to call it that? Is it make or break, guys? I think these next two games are really important, aren't they? Because they're obviously winnable games. Although. Um... I mean, this is such a you know crew going win at Doncaster for God's sake yesterday. But these are two very winnable games, particularly going into Sunderland next Tuesday, isn't it? So yeah, you really need to be. I'd say winning these next two games. Yeah, you don't want to be dropping points these two games. If you've got any any real, yeah, any real thought of, of sort of top six or beyond that for me. And, and Cornish Mariner Seb says, um, having played two more away games than home, are we still on? Um, and having played two more away games than home, we are still on two points per game. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Andrew. Oh, okay, yeah. Can yeah. we get six yeah. from the next three? Um, what do we need to do to beat one of the better teams? We kind of dealt with that, but we've, yeah, the next yeah. two are they at home? Yeah, so, Chilling and yeah, crew. crew at the weekend. Um, yeah, so I, I think we'll win both. I can see us winning. Both yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I can't see us beating Sunderland the following game. So it's crucial we do get some points on the board with these two because if we are to, you know, gate crash the playoffs or whatever, we're going to have to beat almost every single lower low, outside the top six kind of side because we're not going to do anything against the ones that are in it. I think we'll, uh, I think, I think we'll get six points from these two and everyone will be, you know, getting a little bit excited again. And I think we might come back down to earth with a bump against uh, against Sunderland. Yeah, I think we've got to allow for that. So yeah, six points for these two, and then you know, if it is a, we're so pessimistic, aren't we? If it is a narrow <laughs> defeat at Sunderland, then it's okay. It's not totally the end of the earth. But at some point, we've got to beat the, we've got we, to beat these we, sides. If you beat if we home, played though, well. Yeah, if we played well against the the top, you know, if we played well away to, and it was a narrow defeat, we wouldn't be as pessimistic. But I mean, it's we were at Sunderland sweet. last last February or January, whenever it was, and they played well in the first half, but didn't turn up in the second half. We, we absolutely we never seemed to put in a good, half, yeah, but we we just don't put in a good performance I think, I think away at the same, these. I think it was the games. same at Portsmouth as well. I seem to remember same at Portsmouth, Oxford, I think as well. Yeah, lots of one nils. Oh, hello, that's um, oh, hello. 
they're, um, they're always tight games, and we, we never we never have them going in our favour, do we? We make either we make a, a bad decision, uh, or we just look look toothless up front. Um, I'm going to merge three questions into one as um, the phone rings at Diamond Towers. Uh, FEL Tractor, um, I saw a lot of positivity at 2 p.m. when the team was announced. Is this one on the players? Glory days artwork. Why is our fortitude so weak? As soon as things don't go our way, we seem to self-destruct and mm. defeat ourselves. And finally, um, Cornish Marin again. Um, anyone know a decent sports psychologist? <laughs> um, Miltz was talking about Ken Way, was it? Ken Day? Possibly back. Does that name ring a bell for you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he's got day, this Ken motivational Way. Vi- Ken Way. This yeah, motivational yeah. video that apparently... Um, would let you, you know, wind you up to run through brick walls. Um, is there something, you know, we talked about the defeats to the big teams and we kind of, that's possibly a lack of streetwise even, but even, is there a mental thing Sir here? Bob, even Sir Bobby, all those years ago, employed employed one of those. I think he was perhaps one of the first and brought it to, brought it to the club. So, look, if it is, if it is a, I, I personally think, as we said earlier, it's perhaps a bit of a lack of quality when we come up against these teams. But, yeah, it must, it must be a bit of um, a bit of a mental, you know, a mental thing in there as well. Yeah, it's just it's just confidence, isn't it? As soon as we yeah. concede against against a, a, a big boy, so to speak, we, 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 it's game over. Yeah, yeah. Heads drop and we just regress. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. So we need to do a Lambert. There's a lot of questions about Lambert. Um, Rob, Rob Farmer. Well, what will happen first? Ipswich promotion or another pandemic? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. Um, COVID twenty. Uh, yeah, um, Sean Young. Even at this early stage of the season, what percentage of the fan base do you think is behind the management? Um, and Rob Pooley, um, how long do you give Lambert before you give him the the push? Tired of the same old excuses. Uh, here we go. How on earth can Lambert say that we played incredible today from Harry Butcher? Um, James Lowman, how much evidence do we need that Lambert can't lead us to promotion? No one's last season or this so far against better teams in League One, doesn't recognise the problem, system that plays to our weaknesses, hope we focus on Lambert and real problems rather than deflect to ref and Enciala. Um Guys, um, Lambert, where do we start? Who wants to go on this one? Well, in, in some ways, he's getting a bit of a... a, a he's, he's lucky there's no crowds in the stadium. You, it reminds me, do you remember the first uh, the 17-18 season, mixed last season, we started really well and won five games, but it was always just un- an undercurrent, wasn't there? That any time it could easily tip back over, and I think if there were fans in the stadium, that is what would what would be happening happening yeah. right now. It's it's two years ago to the day Stat put it out earlier. It's two years ago to the day that Hurst left, and obviously Lambert was appointed within 24 hours, I think it was. So you know, would we sit here two years on, probably 90 odd games, 100 games maybe, and say we are any better than we were we were two years ago with him in charge? I, I don't think so. No, I, and we've done it. We've done it all. Thomas, um, Thomas Ebling's question. I understand it's only two losses, but considering the amount of fans now calling for change, who potentially would you like to see covered to replace Lambert if he does get the sack? You know, these questions, guys. We're we're going to get more and more of these. You know, if we, yeah, yeah. If we don't beat Gillingham and or Crew, but we, we, how are we going to fire him? We gave him a five-year contract. We can't afford to do anything. We can't. We can't. We can't He's afford not going to fire him. So He's not going anywhere. Know, what do we do? You got Paul Cook out of work, who who I would I would take personally. But Cook, how, you, how are you going to pay off four years of Lambert's contract? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not, no, not, the only the only way it will go, I guess, is if we if this season finishes and he is outside of the playoff pictures, yeah. like last year, without yeah. COVID as an excuse. In theory, there might be a uh, a break release clause in the in the contract. But I think ideas of him going mid season are, are a bit fanciful because I, I just can't see how we could possibly pay him off. And he's got, he, he could have some credit in the bank, you know, win these next two games and fans will probably be back on side anyway. Yeah. So, such a, a fine line, but yeah, yeah. he's uh, not going anywhere. Um, Mark Rogers, I know we have an expectation to be promoted, but when will our fans understand that individual mistakes happen? If we had a team of players who didn't make errors, they would be playing in the championship. We are League One. Um, Toto has stopped way more goals than caused this season. Um you know, there's something to be said for that as well. You know, you've, you've yeah, got, there is. you know, we've got Lambert who, you know, was his, his career was kind of dwindling, dwindling a little bit after kind of. God, Dave. I heard so just before the Doncaster game, I heard Brenner Woolley and you know Graham Mack on Radio Suffolk summer, you know, um, you know, setting up, summarising the the you know the um, the the Doncaster upcoming game 
just before the game started on Radio Suffolk. And bigging up Enciala so much, so much of Brendan Williams saying, well, if he keeps up this form, oh, I'm really worried about Enciala because <laughs> come Christmas in the January window, there'll be championship clubs looking at him. And I said, yes, he's right. And in two games, he ain't you're never going to play for us again. It's, it's, it's so, so fickle. It's so, not to say a fine line, but, you know, that's the thing about Enciala. He's just got that in him, hasn't he? He's just got that, which is why I, I quite like that. I quite like watching him because you just never really, you never really know. At least it keeps things interesting. He's, I mean, the trouble with Enciala is he's great in the air. You know, he's, he's great at the kind he's of last class tackle. He's and, just... and actually, when he passes, he, and yesterday, you know, but I didn't think he had it in him, but a couple of cross-field balls yeah. were pings across and found his player. So he's got all the attributes. He's, he's, to me, he's very, very much like Titus Bramble. He's just got, uh, uh, obviously, not quite in the same league as Titus Bramble, but, you know, he's got his every, you're just always on the edge with him. You never know. Whenever, whenever yesterday, like yesterday, you're watching the game yesterday and the balls pass back to him, you know, in our in our box or even like you know, outside just outside our six yard box, and he's got ten or twenty yards to play. I'm still nervous. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still nervous. It's just, yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, um, and um, another one from Andrew Run Fatboy Run the Alex Matthew Curse discuss. He's been on yeah. commentary duties. He's, 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 he's right doing now. Sunderland as well, isn't he? So that and curse he did, might continue he, for a little bit longer. And the one he should have done, which he did, wasn't that it was Blackpool, wasn't it? Yeah, Neil Neil Rimmer. Rimmer yeah, came back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll end with this one from Will, Will Airy. Um, he was born in 96. All right, don't boast. We, you know, uh, it's, it's, I don't remember the Premier League era. Please give me some hope that it will get better and not worse. <laughs> but and then he put us a smiley face emoji. I mean, it's kind of been <laughs> pretty much consistently downhill. I don't think we can commit that it's not going to get worse. But... but <laughs> Is there any hope, guys? I mean, it's early in the season, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's early in the season. And, you know, six points, like Dave just said, it's very fickle. Six points this week, it could all suddenly turn around and we're all, we're all positive again. That's, that's, that's why we go to football. We're football fans for that reason, the ups and the downs. I, I appreciate if you're born in 96 and you missed the Premier season, then Christ, apart from what, Royal in 2005 and Mickey oh, in 2015, no. you've seen absolutely nothing. He would have been nine for, for Joe Royal. Yeah, you've seen absolutely nothing. So, um yeah, yeah. I, I, I my youngest, my youngest was born in '98, and yeah, that's exactly that's all he's that's all he's seen. Arsenal yeah, in the yeah. League Cup, Arsenal the Cup, yeah, fourteen, fifteen, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we won't make any promises, will, but we'll keep our fingers oh, crossed. We hope, we hope. Um, yeah, that's the. Um, I, I think I've dealt with all of the big stuff on the questions, and I did did want to leave us with something that was a little bit more. Um, <laughs> a bit more positive or at least light-hearted so um we'll do that so thank you to everyone there's, there's some questions there's loads of questions that i've not answered or asked so apologies for that but thank you for sending them in they do help shape the debate so please keep them coming in for next time um let's deal with some um let's deal with the rest of the, the rest of the fixtures in the one over the weekend the um these covid postponements are starting to creep in though guys yeah Brinton, yeah, bristol Cup. rovers and Oxford, swindon, swindon. yeah um, it's gonna happen at some point isn't it yeah yeah we need to get these games in and as soon as possible and pick up these two um wins this week and then points per game, points it. Per game it. um <laughs> But um, they are will. They are will. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> looking for the positives. Mathematics is your hope, Will. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, here's some also here's also some hope, which was the hope after Doncaster um, was Hull City lost four one, and look at them. Well, Hull City lost again yesterday, um, but they lost to Peterborough United. Um, and guys, it's a little bit ominous, isn't it? Four and five goals. This is for Johnson Clark Harris and Dembele albeit with the fortunate deflection, is also scoring. Um, Peterborough are kind of are on a bit of a charge now, aren't they? A little bit of a march. Um, I'll deal with Gillingham at the end. We'll come back to them because we're there next. Um, Blackpool 1, MK Dons nil. Um, shout out if there's anything exciting that you want to um, add into these. Burton 1, Wimbledon 1. Shake of the head from Seb. Um, Donny. Donny, of course, follow up their dominant 4-1 victory over Ipswich by losing to Crew at home, who hadn't won in the league away so far. Um, but a lovely free kick from Harry Pickering uh, in this one, who I think is a fullback. So, um, yeah, Crew get their first away win and Doncaster come back to earth with a bump, um, proving that maybe that was a bit of a fluke on Tuesday night. Um, 
Northampton nil, Charlton two. Charlton also started to get up to speed. Also have a game in hand um, because they did the international postponements. Shrewsbury one, Rochdale two. Guys, Sunderland one, Portsmouth three. Yeah. The first defeat, the first goals conceded in open play in the league. And um, is Kenny Jacket um, out of the woods a little bit? A little bit of a slow start. A little bit. Did it last year as well, didn't they? Started really slowly and then yeah. hit a hit a run of form. So maybe history's going to repeat itself. That's yeah, a, that's a big like, win away at Sunderland. Oh yeah, they're like two points behind us. I think that was in. I, I saw I saw that on the EFL where they were aided and abetted somewhat for the first goal by um, Grant Ledbetter. Oh, they? it was yeah. <laughs> it was Dzelaski and there was that chance for, for Grant, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Only then it led to the goal. Um, yeah, well, I'll give you the league table positions in a second. Um, finish on Wick, um, Wigan 1, Plymouth 1. Um, a first goal for Will Keane, gents. Nice little header from a Yeah, saw that. Um, so yeah. good for him. Um, we'll keep an eye on the Will Keane because um, we've got plenty of Will Keane love on the old Twitter. Um, Lincoln are top, guys, um, by a point after that one. Um, 19 points with Peterborough in second in 18. Hull third also on 18. Ipswich in fourth. We are, we are 16 points. Pompey... Um, fifth with 14 Sunderland sixth also 14 but a game in hand as do Donny as do Charlton who are just outside the playoffs so this top eight doesn't really strike me as particularly surprising um, can we hang around that's the big question isn't it Fleetwood just outside after their impressive last season but they are 12th and only 10 points so far but yeah that's quite an ominous top eight isn't it at the moment yeah the, the usual suspects are starting to show up aren't they some are starting to hit form yeah. Some have been there all along in the likes of Hull, and it's uh, it's starting to take shape a little bit now. It is. Yep. Um, so next up, I mean, the, the first bit of action that we need to get our heads around, guys, is the FA Cup first round draw. Just a reminder yeah. that we're in the third tier, right. and we get chucked into the first round. <laughs> um, ball number 24, is that lucky for any, any of you guys, 24? Means means nothing to no. me. Just a bit, a bit unfortunate, just right, right uh, getting quite deep into the second half in both games yesterday. Um, Berry Town and Leiston were doing yeah. well. We're winning and yeah. just got pipped. Both got pipped. That was a shame. We all kind of conceded yeah. at the same time, didn't we? Yeah. Maybe Banbury too. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. One Barnett, a little bit late. Yeah, 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 Barnett, yeah. Did. So that was a bit. There, that was a bit there are some local sides in it that we could we could face. Like Molden and Tiptree are in it. Canvey Island and Kings Lynn. So. Yeah, I saw Molden were in it. Yeah, King Kings Lynn. Oh, that's old Culverhouse, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we'll clearly get Fleetwood or Sunderland away because obviously, you know, it's us. <laughs> so yeah. but it'd be nice to get one of those uh, bit of difference for a change. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? When I spoke, I was, I've, go, I've, though, so... I've kept in touch. I've kept in touch with Tommy Miller after I spoke to him in the um, oh, in, yeah. back in the summer. And he still um, got his Audi TT. Our Audi TT, and he um, he was um, yeah. They they spenny more town. Unfortunately, had a very tough tough away draw and got knocked out of Chester. Um, I think to be fair, I think that was around before this one, like about ten days ago. And then they beat them in the league, but because um, he was hoping, I was sort of kidding him. I said, "Oh yeah, get through first round." Bit of come back to Portman Road. I said, "Love it," but yeah, I think he, was, he said he'd drive there in his Audi TT if he did, but sadly did make Shame. it. But yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't really matter who we are. We going to take it seriously? I guess we. Uh, it's a difficult well maybe this is one to talk about on the live show midway we'll do the plugs in a minute I think we lost it we, we, uh, yeah we won we, uh, we also beat Lincoln last year we actually we won a cup we did. didn't we yeah, right, we did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then yeah down to us and then bump. probably the most depressing game I saw all season was the Coventry replay oh for god's sake it was a filthy <laughs> night and a filthy performance honestly um, yeah, dear. so we'll see what happens after that and as I said there will be a live show after Gillingham on Tuesday Gillingham are our opponents on Tuesday we mentioned them um, let me tell you about Gillingham they went, they hit the woodwork twice yes on Saturday before Fleetwood obviously then took the lead um, and Ogilvy I think one of their fullbacks got sent off second bookable offence three two nil defeats in a row Ooh. for Gillingham and along come Ipswich guys so this will obviously be a nil nil <laughs> Draw or a Gillingham win? No, what is? Are you feeling confident for this one? Any predictions? They're fourteenth, by the I way. I think, I think we'll win. I'm, I'm going to go two nil, like we were sort of doing yeah. at the start of the season. I'm going to go for yeah, a, a two nil win and a bit of confidence before Crew on Saturday. Yeah, I think, I think I'd go with that. I mean, I think you'll see obviously a much changed Gillingham side to what we saw in the, in 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 the cup game a few weeks yeah. ago. I think it was very radical changes, wasn't it? And but so, Kindy up front, they, they yeah. you played then, and he'll, he'll probably play, I guess. Maybe Dominic Samuel. Still, uh, yeah, and Jordan Graham, I think. Yeah, yeah. He started quite well. Graham had started. He quite was well, top goal scorer, yeah, wasn't he? He was top. Yeah, he four, was top goal scorer with Edwards a couple of seasons, a couple of seasons, a couple of weeks back. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, but like Seb said, yeah, I, I think we'll, I think we'll beat them. We'll look, beat them and crew, and things will look a lot, you know, a lot better. And you've got a little bit of a buffer there going into that tricky game at Sunderland, haven't you? Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. there's your positivity, there you go. Will. It will get better this week. Just ask Seb and Dave. Um, so you, um, yeah. So... Oh, when we're sitting here next Sunday, or someone who's ever sitting here next Sunday after a defeat and a draw, then okay, <laughs> yeah. Lambert out, Lambert out. Every tweet, yeah. Well, Mikey will be back next week. I don't know who is on with him. So good luck, Mikey. Um, and there will be a live show um, after post-match thing, which we're, we're trying to do this season. And I think that will be Ben and Joe. So uh, make sure you join them and ask plenty of questions, give them a like and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can find all the details on our Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC, on our YouTube, on our Facebook, on our Instagram, all the links you can find um, in various places. Um, um, guys, anything to plug? Any Twitters that you want to let people know about? Or are you quite happy to keep your opinions to yourselves? I haven't really, but you know what? I think this is for Will. And I was just, when I was waiting for you, I was, I was actually on, on time for once. I was early for once, which you I'm was. never early. Ready these when you are, say, never. So I was sort of going for the array of my Ipswich books and stuff up there. I've got like a bookshelf up there. And in amongst them, this is for Will. I pulled um, I, I, I pulled, I pulled that out. Sorry. Sorry, Will. Anything? Oh, program. Sorry, sorry, oh. sorry Will. Sorry, those, those of you listening <laughs> to it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> That was, uh, that was that was the evening we beat Barcelona um, Barcelona three 0 at Portman Road and um, just looking through the Barcelona Cruyff. team at uh, one number nine Cruyff yeah yes, and yeah. Uh, number six um, Naskins yeah so quite useful those really were the days were well, there you go mate there you go I'll dig you. out my Inter Milan program in a few <laughs> weeks time that's my that's my peak moment I think yeah. um, was oh, that yeah. the game where yeah. BT came back they kind of chucked him in. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was, um, so, yeah, what a season. So, it was 77-78, so that was November 77, and, yeah, one of the games where Beatty shouldn't have played, but but obviously was uh, rushed back into Came play, back and... I believe. Absolutely, I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe not, actually. Okay, no, maybe, maybe I've got the, the wrong year. Off. Possibly. Got the wrong year. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a, there's a lovely blast of the past and a positive way to end. Um, I'll, last word for someone. Go on, Dave, you can do the last word. Um, well, if we were doing this, week, I'll, I'll just quickly, just if I can, just regress back to the just regress back to the program. And this is this is a sort of era we were um, re- era we were in because I mean, this is a feature that we used to do. Me and Stat used to do on the much maligned this week in ITFC. Um, ITFC. I, sorry, ITFC. Um, ITFC history. And if I can just give to you, this is a sign of the times. Live on stage, uh, November the twenty ninth, that the Gaumont was won. Gary Glitter. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.